Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, the United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. You know, Kitty, mm-hmm. uh, when you stop to think about it, Chester has a mighty easy life. Mighty easy. Well, I never thought much about it, Doc. Ah, uh, well, that... Bo- Pass the sugar with me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kitty. Now, you take today, for instance. There they are, probably arriving in Abilene just about now. Nothing to do but pick up a prisoner and then catch the train back to Dodge. Well, according to Matt, that train ride to Abilene can be pretty unpleasant. Dust, heat, squalling baby. No, that isn't the way Chester sees it. He he spent the last three days talking about how he was going to sit back and enjoy himself. I thought that boy would never stop talking about that trip. Well, Doc, I think you're jealous. Oh, no, no, that Chester doesn't even have to pay for it. That's the thing. Yes, sir. That kind of... If I wanted to go to St. Louis, someplace like that, I'd have to pay, you see. Oh, but you don't work for a U.S. Marshal, Doc. No, I don't. I thank heavens for it, too. I've um, heard Chester say that you have it pretty easy yourself sometimes, Doc. Well, that'll be easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Why, my life is nothing but a constant round of pills, colic, gunshot wounds, dyspepsia. Sure. Nothing but complaints, unpaid bills, and work. Yeah. I'm fed up with it, too. Stuck in that office of mine day in, day out. Well, what are you going to do about it? Go fishing. I figure the only thing that'll cheer me up is catfish stew. Doc, <laughs> uh, you're as big a fraud as any of them. Come on, now, have some more coffee. 4.20 p.m. Got in right on time, Mr. Jones. Yeah, the railroad's getting better every month, Chester. They're going to civilize this prairie yet. No, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, let's go. That being sure don't change much, does it? Looks about like it did the last time I was here. Well, we're getting most of the cattle at Dodge now. The boom's leveled off here. Still a pretty rough town, though. Mr. Jones, you... Think he'll put up a fight? I don't know, Chester. He's pretty mean from all reports. He may. We'll try to avoid it, though. Of course, we're only guessing. Anyway, he might not even be here. And he always heads for Abilene when he gets in trouble. It's his hometown. He'll be here. Mm. One good thing, Bill Hickok's town, too. At least we'll have the local sheriff on our side for once. Well, I suppose that's some help. Some help. <laughs> I'd rather have Wild Bill along than anybody I know. I suppose. 
What's the matter with you, Chester? You're acting like a man at his own funeral. Mr. Jones, I've had an uneasy feeling ever since we left Dodge. Oh. A hunch, you might say. That's nonsense. We're going to pick up a killer and take him back for trial. And that's all. Maybe. And maybe not. You know, Chester, any man who lives by a gun knows down inside that he's going to die by one someday, but if he's got any sense, he keeps from thinking about it. Of course, he can't help getting a hunch now and then. I've had plenty of them myself. <laughs> Mostly wrong. Oh, come on, Chester, let's walk down to the last chance, and I'll buy you a drink. As a matter of fact, I'll buy both of us a drink. Him and forced him to shoot his way out. Well, that's a good story. 
It's too bad it didn't happen that way. All right, Chester, let's get him on his feet and go find the sheriff. I reckon you won't be finding him. Oh, why not? Hickok's up in Topeka. Won't be back for a week or ten days. And in the meantime, I'm the law in Abilene. Well, then I've got a favor to ask from you. I'd like to use one of your jail cells until nine o'clock. That's when the next train leaves for Dodge. Sorry, Marshal. I got no authority to do anything What like difference that. does that make if Wild Bill were here? Yeah, but Wild Bill ain't here. Oh, I see. A lot of us folks here like to run our own town. We don't like outsiders coming in and taking over. It's four hours till that train leaves, Marshal. I think you're going to find four hours is a long time. Meaning what? This young fellow you arrest has got a couple older brothers, the Daggett boys. You probably never heard of them, but you're going to. They're not going to like this. I don't much care what they like. Maybe they'll teach you to care when they hear about this, and they will hear. Like I said, four hours is a long time. Look, I want you to get something straight. I came here to arrest a killer and take him back to Dodge to stand trial. I got him under arrest now. And I'm going to take him back, maybe. All right, Chester, let's get him out of here. You get a hold of his other arm. Lift him up. Yes, sir. Oh. Oh. Mr. Dillon? Yeah, what is it, Chester? Maybe this was too easy. Sir, gentlemen, what can I do for you? I'd like to get a room, please. Well, I have a very nice one right at the head of the stairs. You care to take a look no, at it? No, that won't be necessary. We only need it for about four hours until the train leaves for Dodge. Four hours, I yeah. see. There. You just sign the register here. Thank you. My, your, uh, your friend seems to have suffered quite an injury. Yes, sir, he bumped his head. Really? Well, it's certainly a bad cut, just to... Well, that's one of the Daggett boys, young Jack Daggett. That's right. I've got him under arrest for murder. Where's the room? You arrested Jack Daggett right here in Abilene? Yeah. And you're planning to keep him here in my hotel for the next four hours? I can't stand out there on the street with him. Marshal, do you know what's going to happen when the Daggett boys hear about this? No, but I understand they may not like it much. I'm sorry, sir, but... You cannot stay here. I will not let my hotel be made the scene of a bloody massacre. Just a minute, mister. You've rented me a room. I've signed the register and I've got the key. Uh, yes, I'm I I'm going to use that room until 9 o'clock, whether you like it or not. Well, it's, it's the second door at the top of the stairs. Thank you. Come on, Daggett, move. Oh, there's just one thing, sir. Yes? It's not a question of your honesty, you understand, but... In view of the circumstances, I wonder if you'd mind paying in advance. What time is it, Chester? I know. 
goes pretty slow when you're waiting for something like this. I wish it was 9 o'clock. I wish we was leaving on that train right now. You're not leaving on no train. Not alive. Daggett, you've got a one-track mind. So have my brothers, Dylan. What they think about all the time is hands off the Daggett's. That goes for you or anybody else. Reckon we ought to stuff a pillar in his mouth, Mr. Dunn. Might not be a bad idea. Now, you won't think it's funny when they come around. Yeah, but maybe they won't. Maybe they've decided. You cover the door from the other side, Chester. Yes, sir. Yeah, who is it? It's me, sir, the clerk. What do you want? It's the Daggett boys. They're across the street at the last chance right now. You're hoping I'll go over there instead of waiting for them to come here? Huh? Well, I, I... All right. I'd rather jump them than have it the other way around. Chester, I guess we'll go over and talk to him. Well, but what about him? Well, he's cupped hand and foot to a pretty solid iron bed. I don't think he's going anywhere. You ready, Chester? Ready whenever you are, Mr. Dillon. All right. Let's go. Yours, too. 
sure. It's your play, Dylan. The way it stands now. Thanks. Here, Chester. Kick those back under the tables. All right, now leave them lay. Now nobody touch them. Here, Chester, hold on to my gun. All right, sir. Just keep them off my back. Yes, sir. All right, you. You come here. Now, you called me a liar, didn't you? Yeah. you daggers were tough. All right, you. You're next. I'll wait, Marshal. I'll get to you later. Uh, you're a no-good coward, Daggett. All right, Chester, I'll take my gun back now. Thanks. Well, boys, the show's over. Unless, of course, one of you would like to take up where the daggers left off. Any one of you still figuring on helping them try to take my prisoner away from me? No, I didn't think so. Because you're all fine, upright citizens now. A pride and joy to Constable Rourke here. That's enough, Dylan. I thought I told you the show was over. All right, now beat it. Go on, get out, all of you. Move! Marshal, I'd say you overreached yourself there. Step past the limits of your authority. How I enforce the law is my own business. I do things my way. So we will get you killed someday. Maybe. I have to live in this town, Dylan. You don't know those Daggett brothers. You cross them, you're through. I've seen it happen. Come on, Chester. Let's go. All right, Mr. Dillon. Chester? Uh, quarterly. Uh, time's dragging. Yes, sir. Still an hour and 15 minutes till that train leaves. What difference does it make? You're not going to be on it. Neither one of you are. Jack, the way I'm figuring, we'll all three be on it. Wait and see. You'll never get to that train. My brothers will take care of you. Well, they don't seem to be in any hurry about it. You Wait. I sure do wish I hadn't had such an uneasy hunch about this trip. Forget it, Chester. They'll stop you. You just wait. Chester, you're wearing yourself out. Why don't you sit down and relax? I just can't set my mind to it, Mr. Dillon. No daggett will ever leave this town wearing handcuffs as long as the other two are alive. Well, that's up to them. Sure. 
And they'll take care of it, too. I swear, Mr. Dillon, I almost wish they would try something and get it over with. Well, waiting's always the worst part, Chester. You find out what the worst part is. I could gag him, Mr. Dillon. No, let him talk. He's only got a few more weeks to do it in. They'll never hang me. I'll never even stand trial. You wait and see. Chester? Uh, Half past eight. All right. Let's get started. It's a little early, ain't it? Won't take that long to walk from here at the station. Well, it might if we have trouble. Chester, I guess it might. Oh, you'll have trouble. Don't you worry about that. Why don't you get on a new subject, Jack? How are we going to take him? Drag him? If he wants it that way, otherwise he'll walk handcuffed to my left wrist. You keep him covered, Chester. I'll unlock these cuffs and get him loose from the bed. Dylan, if you're smart, you'll leave me here and run while you still got the chance. I've never been smart enough to run yet. Stick out your right wrist. All right, on your feet. You can put your gun away, Chester. Starting now, he's only going where I go. Come on, Jack. We got a train to catch. Gentlemen, you're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving. I want to thank you for your hospitality. I'll be glad to recommend your hotel to anybody who plans to stop over in Abilene. Well, I, I hardly know what to say, Marshal. You, you simply don't understand. You you don't know these Daggett brothers. Uh, no, no offense personally, Jack. I have to live in this town, and I... Come on, Jack. You boys must run quite a bluff. you got everybody in town jumping sideways. You'd be smart if you did, Dylan. Good luck, gentlemen. The best of luck to, well, to all of you. <laughs> all of us. Well, let's hedge in this bet. Look, Mr. Dillon, ain't a soul on the street. Quiet as a graveyard. Now, they're going to make a play, Chester. Somewhere between here and the depot, we can count on it. Yes, sir, I kindly figured they would. Especially after getting beat up over there at the saloon. Now, they would have anyway. And jumping them like that did one good thing. It scared the pack off. At least we only have to worry about the Daggets, not a mob. You think it's a mob? You shut up. From now on, you keep your mouth shut. If you don't, so help me, I'll slug you and drag you to the train. All right, let's go. see the main street of Abilene deserted at this time of night. It's not the deserted, Chester. They're inside behind the shutters. At least they're staying out of it. I wonder if Coyotes is as lonesome as the sound. I couldn't be, Chester. Watch that left side ahead of us. It's pretty dark along there. That's right, I am. You know, they might maybe jump us from behind. I don't think so. So many people watching, they got to keep up their reputation. I sure hope you're right. Chester, they're at the corner of the bank. Somebody moved. Yeah, across the street, too, in the shadow of the bank. Take the one on the shadow, Chester. Yes, sir. Oh, 
That's one. The other one's still there in the shadows. Get him if you can, Chester. You ain't gonna get... What happened, Mr. Dillon? He caught a bullet that was meant for me. His own brother shot him. Just keep firing, Chester. Yes, sir. All right, hold it, Chester. Well, I guess we got the other one. Here. Now, get these handcuffs open. Yes, sir. Our prisoner, Jack Daggett, wanted for murder, killed by his brother. Now let's take a look at the others. Three men, dead. Look back down the street there, Mr. Dean. Come on, Chester. The train's pulling in. Let's get on it and get out of here. Yes, sir. I'll let Rourke clean up this mess. He ought to be good for something. Yeah. That sounds more lonesome than the coyotes, Chester. There's a man that creeps. Yes, sir. It sure does. Well, you were wrong on that hunch of yours, Chester. Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Les Crutchfield, with editorial supervision by John Meston. Featured in the cast were Sam Edwards, Harry Bartell, Joseph Kearns, James Nutter, Barney Phillips, and Vic Perrin. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Hawkins is Kitty. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents another story on Gunsmoke. This news follows, then Mitch Miller with tonight's guest stars on the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>